Retro Rebel Gamecast is brought to you by TempleGeek.com, your one-stop shop for all things geek. You can find all our episodes and fulfill your sci-fi, fantasy, and geek culture-related needs at TempleGeek.com. Welcome to the Retro Rebel Gamecast, where we discuss gaming and related topics. Retro Rebel is released Fridays, and you can find this episode and much more by heading to templeofgeek.com or wherever you download your favorite podcast. You can even find us on Facebook and Instagram at Retro Rebel Podcast for exclusive content and to see what else we're up to. My name is Amanda, and today I'm joined by a very special repeat guest host, Mark. Welcome back, Mark. <laughs> I'm glad. I hope you enjoy being had. No, this time there's no cosplay involved. I know you're here for our... Um, Easter episode, um, and today we've had you back to talk about action games because we know you had such a good time the last time, uh, but minus the fun hat. <laughs> I did almost put my Golden Axe t-shirt on, but I was like, it's it's too thick, it was too hot. I was like, no, I'm just not going to do it in this heat. Not I can't even blame you. I can't even, it's way too hot, so apologies if you hear any fan noise or anything like that. It is boiling in in uh, England right now um, so it's totally understandable that everyone wants to try to keep cool so um, as usual we're just going to talk about what we've been playing and I've personally been playing a lot of Stardew Valley have you ever played this game yeah yeah it's a good game it's become your thing you've taken over from because last time I spoke to you you were busy building rug <laughs> markets and enjoying your yeah, an empire in, in, in that the is true world. i've moved on from the markets of marrakesh and now i'm selling tubers in stardew valley um <laughs> it's quite a fun little game i can see why people really like it i have to say though it's got to perform better on handhold than it does on console because getting through the menus on console is is pretty painful because they have like a cursor that you can sort of track on the console I mean, this is not very efficient, so it's, it's got to be much better on PC or on the Switch. But it is fun. It's that classic sort of 18-bit Zelda-esque style. It's got a lot of game elements to keep it moving. They have, like, some punny dungeon elements, which I enjoyed, and they crack me up. And, um, and I, I'm sort of enjoying exploring. I will say, for whatever reason, I didn't catch on that I was supposed to be a farmer until, like, much later. I couldn't tell you why. They do say it at the beginning, but I was convinced that um, it it wasn't necessary that I could make money by other means. You really can't. The amount of money that you make from farming is just like crazy in comparison to dungeon diving or some of the other things. So I have to say it's definitely a game farming first and foremost, and then the, the rest of it sort of secondary. But um, what platform did you play it on? Well, I played it, played it various times. I don't have handhelds. It's, it's never been my thing. I mean, I know that people out there, are, I guess, you know, I, I don't even play games on my iPad, although saying that, I, uh, I caveat that by saying that my father, who got me into gaming when I was way too young. I mean, Leisure Suit Larry had a age certification <laughs> for a reason. Now, my father was never very good at understanding that. He bought, he came to play with us for a bit, and as a thank you present, he bought my children, who are 
eight and six. The Game of Thrones series what? in four K. So it's not quite not quite <laughs> ready for for that yet. One of the games that we loved playing when we were younger was Day of the Tentacle, one of the best sort of point-and-click games that I played, certainly. It was, it was up there with Sam and Max Hit the Road. It was better than Space Quest. And that's been re-released on the iPad. So that's been getting a lot of my attention. The other one that I'm a big fan of is the Room series. So I go through, I go through phases of wanting to do puzzlers because puzzlers can be very frustrating, especially when you're like me and won't use any right. hints. And we'll sit there for hours on end. And actually, the retro gaming continues because Joseph, my son, who is eight, has got into oh, Monkey okay. Island. Yeah, very classic. To- you know, they're doing a reboot or a, a sequel to that, but it's it's got a brand new art style. It's very, very different looking. I encourage you to look at it online. I don't want to spoil it. A lot of people love the art style. Some people think it's like walking away from its roots, but... I don't know. I think it's quite unusual, Monkey Island. I'm terrible at it because my brain does not think laterally like that. Um, I'm very A to B to C. <laughs> so. And, and the other one, I mean, speaking of reboots, the, the one that I'm really looking forward to is Knights yes. of the Republic. I mean, whether or not Star Wars fan. It of course, I'm a Star Wars fan. It's like one of the few graphic t-shirts I own is a Star Wars. Like, And bizarrely, also equally Star Trek. I love them both. I couldn't choose. I think, you know, I think that is probably defining for many people who play these games. But Star Wars Knights of the Republic, both one and two actually were, were excellent games that I have replayed many times since. So I, I'm looking forward to that being rebooted when I get the opportunity to play it. I mean, the, the game, speaking of, Genres. I mean, Gollum is due out on the PlayStation in the not too distant future, not yeah. too distant future. And I'm a big sort of stealth star game. And I think actually one of the interesting things about action, and we're going to talk about action. What is action? I mean, what 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 defines the action genre? Because when we go through this list, one of the games that is missing is Hitman, the Hitman series, which was brilliant. But would you say that that was more strategy? I mean, where where do you draw the line between action and yeah, strategy? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, if I was going to define this, it would need to maintain a steadily uh, frenetic pace. Like, it would need to have... I mean, it's fine if there are some lulls, but generally speaking, there needs to be some sort of button mashing or, you know, a real time tactical element happening and then maybe some story and then like more frenetic combat happening and then some story. Without that, I don't really feel like it is an action game because Hitman, it is possible to play it barely making any moves at all, you know, like doing all the element and environmental things or sneaking the whole time and that's quite slow and methodical so i think perhaps that's why yeah i would agree agree. so i I think for me action means that most of the time i'm killing something i mean we're going to talk about that in in a bit i mean i do think a good storyline is important but i don't want to be sitting there thinking goodness what choices have i got to make now and what are the implications for me two hours down the line you know basically i want a good story and shooting things i mean there's yeah, shooting things i can i can things. i can stab things i can club things but basically i want quite a lot of death 
And I don't. I also don't want to have to think about should I be killing you or not. Most things that appear on the screen, if not everything, should okay. be killed. And I, you know, we, we're going to talk about some of the, the, the early games because the great thing about this list that you've picked out is that it does actually go back quite a long way. Whereas when we we did the other ones, for which. Dragon Age is still not on that list, and I'm still sour about this. For those who didn't <laughs> see the other podcast, do go and watch it. I talk a lot about the lack of yeah. Dragon Age. Uh, this one does go through quite a, a long time, which does, of course, make it much yeah. more difficult because people like old games for nostalgic reasons. Of course, the graphics and the gameplay are never going to compare to the, to the modern. But yes, basically, I want to go through... I want a fairly linear, I don't want an open world, I don't want to be exploring under every rock and boulder for the crystal or the flower or whatever it is I need. I just want to kind of go A to B and kill plenty of things. Well, it's going to be very interesting to dive into it, and I, I think we definitely should, because there are some games on this list that have rock and boulders and things that you have to explore. So I think it's going to be really interesting for us to dive into it. But first, I'll just add a little context to the list that we've chosen. Obviously, if you've been following this series, we have used some websites in the past that rank number one on Google that actually provide really unfortunate lists that start from like 2009 and things like that. So um, in terms of representing the full breadth of games of all time, even though that's what they're labeled, you're really not seeing a good representation. So today I've managed to source a list from your dad's old magazine, Popular Mechanics, um, and they're going through what their recommendation for the 25 best action games on all time. Now they are in no particular order. So unlike with the last one, we're not gonna be ranking, is this game better than that game? Just out of the 25 action games listed here, is there something that shouldn't be here because it's really not that good or really not an action game? And are things missing, like our um, brief discussion there with Hitman. So um, I put a link, uh, if you're accessing this um, through our website, there's a link to the full article. But just to kick it right off, the very first one they go into is Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which is one of my brother's favorite games of all time. So at least for Keith, I'll say this deserves to be here. And again, I think this is borderline action based on what we discussed. That there is a lot of platforming in this game. There's a lot. I mean, it's not essential for the game to do all the flags and everything and, and find every bit unless you want to platinum it or whatever the equivalent might be. But I would say that this is this is close to being. I think it is action, but I, th I think it's borderline it, it's not as actiony as some of the ones we'll come on yeah to talk about. i think this one and the next one are much more action adventure stroke some sort of characterized rpg i don't know because there are there are things you could do within the game that are um bespoke to your interests like in assassin's creed you can like do sea battles and like you can do a lot of that if that's what you really like um i know my brother really likes that stuff Whereas if I was playing it, I wouldn't care. I would avoid it at all costs. So I think that maybe adds some RPG elements to the action that wouldn't normally be there. Because if you can skip content, like lots of content, then perhaps it's more an RPG. But that's perhaps a, <laughs> a slight distinction. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, the Assassin's Creed series has been excellent. And perhaps one of the things... 
a lot of these have been turned into films. And perhaps we should we should also mention in each one that has got a relevant film how good or shockingly bad, as in Assassin's Creed, although not the worst film we're going to talk about <laughs> in this in this context. What, what, what was what? I mean, I think Assassin's Creed definitely deserves a place. I think which Assassin's Creed may even depend on your if you have a, a particular period of history that you like. You know, did you like going around ancient Jerusalem and? everything else or did you prefer being a pirate so I, I think while the gameplay generally improved with each of them and I very much enjoy playing them um, I wouldn't necessarily jump and say I prefer this one to that one to that one I don't think one is, is head and shoulders above the rest whereas again for some of the ones we'll talk about there is a clear yes I would put this one in but I wouldn't right, okay. put the others well moving on to their second pick it's one of my most hated games of all time and I'll explain to you why I know Batman Arkham Asylum. It's a great game. It's very atmospheric. Unfortunately, I have this part about me that if I know a shiny exists, I do not want to miss it. And the only way to find the vast majority of those things was to be in that like infrared mode all the time, which makes the game ugly and gross. So because of my OCD, I experienced the game super ugly and it just infuriated me. The, the Riddler cues, they made me so mad and I, I couldn't finish it. I stopped it 6% in. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's, that, that, that really is soon as early. I mean, yeah, this is, this is, I'm, I'm like you, generally speaking, a completionist. I think when I'm playing an action game, I can turn that off to an extent because otherwise it, it takes away from being action. I say, when I play action, it's because I don't really want to think. I just want to kill some things. If there's a good story, yeah, as I say, I'm happy. I mean, I'm a massive Batman fan in, in, in all contexts. I won't actually pan the screen to show you the graphic novels of Batman that run for several aisles of this, this these bookshelves. I mean, this is a great action game. And leaving aside, you know, the... the necessarily going to find things and yes the infrared mode and horizon forbidden west for example it's the same you know if you look in your sort of radar mode for things it can get very frustrating but it's atmospheric it tells a good story it's not over the top like some superhero games i mean this isn't the only superhero game on the list but you know i think there are some superhero games out there that, that just too much to try and go yeah Let's really talk about the superheroes. Like, no, actually, you know, Batman is, is dark, he's gritty. You'd expect him to be out there punching and kicking things. Yeah. You know, he's, he's that kind of that kind of vigilante. So I, I'm going to say that this definitely deserves its place. I think that, yes, perhaps for the occasion, it should perhaps come with an OCD warning. You know, like you have an yeah. age warning. You know, you should have an OCD warning. If you have OCD, do not play this game. You will want to throw yeah, it out Yeah, and I window. think um, it's funny because Holly and I talked about uh, concessions for people with mental health or disabilities of any sort. And uh, OCD, probably on the milder scale of things, I don't I don't have to clean everything, but um, it, it does make it hard to enjoy a game in its full graphical settings while I'm experiencing that very extreme FOMO. Like when, um, I don't think it's on the list, but Gears of War, whenever I would miss a gear tag, it would drive me absolutely crazy. But at least there was nothing in the game that I would have to like visually change in order to be able to see those gear tags. So it didn't take away as much from my experience. Yeah. I think my biggest criticism of Batman Arkham Asylum, while a great game, 
for me, it was very ugly because I was in that hideous infrared mode all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I get that. And I, as I say, I think you know, it's just one of those, one of those sort of personal preference things. Now, the next game, I'm going to confess, oh I've never God. played it. Bayonetta 2. Bayonetta or Bayonetta 2. So I'm going to... So um, Bayonetta 2 and the original Bayonetta are some of the best action games that I have ever played that I would say are 100% truly action. Um, they have a story to tell about this witch stripper whose clothes are made out of hair. Uh, and it's the most interesting story, I think, in most gaming. There are quick time events that are pretty easy to master and they create these like com these visual combos that are really cool and compelling. Like a lot of them involve her clothing hair being removed and doing things and stuff. But if, if you enjoy that sort of thing and it makes you laugh, then this is really the game for you. The story is pretty cool. The monsters are creepy as hell. Like they're, Almost all of them are some sort of like amalgamation. And if I remember correctly about the story, like she's fighting celestial beings and stuff. I don't remember why. I, I played it a long time ago. But it is very, very beautiful. And the animations are some of the most unique. I mean, tell me another game where you have guns for high heels. You know, I can't, you know, I, I can't think of one. So Bayonetta as a franchise, I think definitely deserves to be on this list. And there's no, you can't make choices or things really. It's very much a straight action game. I mean, I think that, that, that sums up an action, doesn't it? You don't, you don't want too many, you don't want too many choices. Excellent. Um, so number four is Bioshock. I mean, would you kindly, this game is great. I'm not sure if I would necessarily say that it is purely action. I think it sort of goes into the action adventure thing because there's customization of your character to such a degree that it changes the entire experience. Um, like depending what sort of, um, I forget what the little vials you put into your arm are, but like depending what powers you choose, the game is very different for you and, and how you play becomes quite different. So I don't know if it's straight action, but it definitely has lots of action and it's very gritty and surreal. I mean, this is one of my favorite games of all time. So, See, I, I would agree it's a great game, but I don't think it's the best in the series. In fact, really? I don't think it's close. You know, I, I would... I would put both System Shock and System Shock 2 ahead of Bioshock in terms of action games. And, you know, yes, of course, there was a nostalgic element to that. And we talked about how difficult it is to compare games that are quite a long way apart in terms of their age and their playability. But I think the original System Shock is one of the best action games of all time, I would say. Even now, if you play the Enhanced Edition, it is still a good game to play now. It is not as retro as as you might fear. And, you know, there are other games that, again, we'll come on to talk to where the retro is, is, isn't going to hold up as well. But here, I, I would say that both System Shock and System Shock 2 are better than Bioshock. See, I, I think where I'm limited is, obviously, I was not playing video games in 1994, I was only playing things that I had access to through other people. I didn't get a gaming system of my own till the 2000s. 
ignoring the Super NES my cousin gave me that I only had like three games for. So I don't even really count that. But I, I purposefully went out and bought the original Xbox. And so my sort of gaming story outside of arcades really starts there. And I think that's probably why I would be like, well, absolutely not. Bioshock is the best. So <laughs> I've got no frame of reference for the other ones, unfortunately. And this is going to be a controversial statement, but I, feel, I, I genuinely believe this, and not just in the action genre, but more modern games are easier. Yeah. Yes, okay, they have different settings. You know, the fact that you can quick save regularly makes your choices and the risk that you might take to a scenario or the gung-ho approach that you might take different. In the older games, you, you had to be a bit more conservative. You couldn't just go, okay, well, I've lost two minutes of my life and I can reboot it. You know, you might lose 10, 15, 20 minutes. And with load times like they were back then and stability issues, I mean, you yeah. lose hours almost. So, you know, I, I, again, there are some old games that don't hold up well against their modern counterparts, and, and we will come on to talk about some of those in a bit. But for me, and for anybody who's listening who thinks, well, you know, I want to play an older game that, that holds up relatively well, then I would definitely say that System Shock or System Shock 2 would be something that is worth trying, even if it, it it's not necessarily going to be okay. your thing. Well, moving on to the next one on the list. Now, I'm going to really lean on you here because I don't have a PS4, so I can't play Bloodborne. And this is supposed to be one of the best games of all time. Well, it, it is. It, this is where you and I complement each other because I've always been a PlayStation boy. You've always been an Xbox lady. So, you know, we, we work well in that sort of tandem. But, yeah, I mean, Bloodborne, it, it's very me. It's um, obviously fantasy-based in terms of weaponry and everything I else. I thought you were going to say you're a Victorian aristocrat. I was going to be like, I agree. <laughs> It's an accusation that may have been leveled at me previously, but it it really is beautiful. If you've ever played the yeah. Thief series, it's got many similarities to that in terms of how it looks. A lot of it's in the dark. It's airy. It's atmospheric. Again, I've used that word already, but it really does make you feel like you're part of this experience. It, it, it's not sort of oh, it's on the screen, you really feel like you're almost there and, you know, playing it with the curtains closed yourself and everything else. So, yeah, I, I'm a, a big fan of this game and the, these types of games in particular. Again, Thief wouldn't make it on here. It's definitely strategy, although when you're actually in the dungeon parts of Thief, pretty much anything that moves needs to get killed <laughs> pretty rapidly for that. Um, and again, you've got the original and, and the old version. So, yeah, Bloodborne is superb. It, is it worth going to buy a PlayStation for Bloodborne? No. It's not so brilliant that you would actually say, I'm going to, I'm going to switch consoles, I'm going to switch allegiances for this game. It, is not, it isn't a, a 10 out of 10, but it's definitely, you know, it's an 8.5 plus. Okay. Uh, which means that if you like Bloodborne, I bet you like the next one, Dark Souls Remastered. Well, I mean, again, I, I'm... I'm going to say I'm slightly less of a fan of the Souls. Oh, you don't want to get good? Again, I, I, it's a good game. I mean, is it action? Yes, I think it's, it's got RPG elements to it. I, I think it does require a little bit of thought sometimes. And I'm not a fan of games where dying isn't particularly negative. 
you know, I, I like a consequence to dying. I like having to go. I like feeling like I don't want right. to die. You know, I don't want to go back to the start of the dungeon. Or I don't want to go back to 15, 20 minutes previously. You know, I, I want to feel like there's a consequence rather than can I get this done, particularly against the bosses? Can I remember 17 button movements in a row in order to progress to the next bit? But if I die, it doesn't matter. We start 30 seconds previously and go and go and yeah. go. It just depends if you like that sort of play so style. It, I personally hate it. I'm not a um, sort of tactical boss person. So the second the boss has, like, moves that you have to block and stuff, I hate that. Because I just want to smash shit and get money. You know, that's that's my approach to life. So it's not for me, although I understand the appeal. And I would say the most recent entry into the Dark Souls sort of s- cinematic universe isn't an action game at all anymore because it's like more of an open world choose your own adventure <laughs> sort of situation. Yeah, and I, I say I, th- I think the original, you know, I think they they're all there in terms of that. Yes, I it is it is very frustrating when you do have to sit there against a boss and go. Yeah, and perhaps a bit like motor racing games or other types of games. If you have to brake to get around the corner, it's not a racing game because I just want to have full throttle on the. I open at all times. You know, I don't want to have to sit and think about gear changes and braking and everything else. So, you know, I just want to go, go, go. But I do also want there to be consequences to me, to me messing up. I don't want to have to remember 17 yeah. buttons in order yeah. not to mess up, but I want there to be, I want there I to be a consequence. Um, so the next one, I'm not familiar with this version because it's the new one. However, Devil May Cry as a franchise I'm very familiar with. My high school boyfriend was obsessed with this game. I probably have watched a hundred hours of its being played. Um, and I just remember every time he didn't get the highest score at the end of a stage, him just starting over, starting it completely over because he just refused to not get the, the high scores and stuff. And I imagine that Devil May Cry 5 and all the iterations after, I think Devil May Cry 2 or 3 is the one that I remember, uh, are much of a muchness, um, but this, this version looks pretty. Yeah, I've never played. I've never played five. Again, it's it's too. I haven't played five, but you know, again, you would expect a series like this that hasn't really fallen off. You'd think that they would get better and better. That's not always going to be the case. And I, I happen to not necessarily agree with your high school boyfriend, but there is something very frustrating when you get a score at the end of each stage you're like i could have done it better and i could have you know and i will restart it because i can and i will and i want to and that can be good but it can be quite disruptive as well i mean clearly as his girlfriend you you endured hundreds of hours of observing this behavior so that's hundreds of hours of your life that that you're not true, getting back. But at least I feel like even as a bystander, the combat in Devil May Cry is so unusual because it's um, vertical as well as horizontal. So, you know, you would get these big, huge flying combos and stuff. Makes it more interesting to watch than the, than the uh, game that did eventually ruin our relationship. <laughs> so... <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, Ratchet and Clank is is a game that I will forever hate because uh, I've never been ignored for a solid 12-hour period until that game came along. I mean, Amanda, I I don't know how anyone could ignore you for 1.2 hours. I I agree. 
pause here because it's this this list for those who haven't realised it yet is in alphabetical order. And as a man said, you know, it, it's not yeah. not a ranking. So as we get here, what we've missed now, which I think must be on there, is Deep Space. Now, Deep Space is a real, you know, quite a scary. I mean, it, you know, it may borderline on the horror genre of a shooter, but you know, you're out there in the dark. Pretty much everything wants to kill you. And it's harder with this to say what should be on there, but Deep Space was was one of those action games that that quite literally had you so engrossed that when something did jump out, then you would scream in real life. You know, you you, you genuinely like this is this is what it must be like if I was in a dark demon-filled world where everything wanted to kill me. You know, what is going to happen next? You literally play the game on your edge of the almost. Sort of with with like your eyes yeah. half closed. So deep deep, deep space was one of the games that's not is on this list that I felt space really. Franchise? Sorry, I mean dead space. I mean dead space, not deep okay, space. I'm right. talking about dead uh, space. For a second, no. I was like, is this a game I don't know about? What? Talking about dead space. I I don't know why I'm I'm obviously thinking about how deep it is, but right. dead space was. I was would brilliant. say that it if it was going to be on a list, it would probably be on horror because. It is such a typical example of excellent sci-fi horror that I imagine that might be why it's overlooked. But it is action. Um, I just think that perhaps it's more horror than it is action because of the things that you can do, like shoot out legs and then that has a specific result in combat and things like that that maybe is more thinking-based than most action games are. I think most... I don't know. I think... Yeah, maybe that might be. I mean, a lot of action games reward you for headshots. I mean, it's always been the classic, hasn't it? You know, headshots Headshot, have always given you generally, you know, benefits. But, you know, shooting off limbs is is not uncommon in, in an action game to give you some sort of benefits. But moving on, this is this 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 I fundamentally object to. Really? Okay. Well, uh, the number eight position on the list uh, in alphabetical order is uh, Doom from 2017. Uh, and it is... Now, when this list was published, Doom Eternal was not out yet. So I'm going to just preface in saying that Doom Eternal probably would have taken this spot. I feel like they are taking graphics into account when they're making this list. And Doom Eternal is obviously the brand new entry in the franchise. It's got all brand new state-of-the-art graphics and blah, blah, blah. Like, but it is it is an action game, 100%. And Doom is a classic. Yeah. And I think you're, it's the last bit that I would agree with you fundamentally. I mean, you, you can't have a... If you put Doom in the action category, which clearly they have... And it's got to be the original. I mean, that was not a, that, that was yeah. defining. That was the game. Okay, admittedly, I am a little bit older than you, and I did start playing computer games, obviously, slightly before you. But Doom is defining. Do, the original Doom and the idea of going out and finding that chainsaw before you got the BFG, uh, which, for those who don't know, stood for Big Something Gun, then, you know, it has to be the original Doom. It Doom, of course, Doom 2017 has much better graphics and a better story because there was no story. There was no graphics in the original Doom. There was just demons yeah. that all looked vaguely similar. Lots of corn syrup or tomato ketchup. 
Um, and also, one of the things that amused me for, for many, many, many years until I realized I got it wrong. So, and this is going to, you're going to, this is going to tickle you. It's because it was American, when it was loading up, it, it had the boot screen, it used to say loading demons, D-A-E-M-O-N-S. And I, for years and years and years, thought that's how the Americans spelled demons, because I know that you spell words like color slightly differently. So I thought, for, until I realized what it meant, I actually thought it was just the American that's way of spelling so demons. <laughs> Things we believed before the internet, yeah. before we could Google stuff. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you can. I mean, I, I didn't know any Americans. I mean, I mean, I believe that some of them lived in the UK at the time. But <laughs> there's you know, not that many of us, so we're less common than you might think. Yeah. So yeah, I am. Um, I I I think Doom is great. I'm glad it's represented. Now, what's interesting is right until quite late in this list, they generally only pick one game per series, not uh, per franchise, yeah, and I, mean, I think that's well. great because. They don't. Right towards the end, it's almost like they got lazy towards them, like, bored now, we need to like, finish this list. So we'll do, we'll do it for example, but, yeah. yes, I mean, would you have all the all the dooms? But, yeah, as, as much as this is a good game, and, yeah, go and play it, absolutely. Anybody over the age of 18, I will hasten to add this, any, over, go and get Doom. You can get it on freeware, abandonware, and just play it for half an hour, and you'll understand just how the brilliant. The original Doom is available I mean, on Xbox, a uh, uh, Game Pass for Xbox. So if you want to play it on on a big TV, like it, it's definitely an option. I would present the opposite argument though, because I think gamers like me who are spoiled by good graphics, and graphics have pretty much always been good since we have been playing games. I don't really enjoy the look of the original Doom. Like, it looks like total doo-doo to me. So, like, if it if someone was recommending a game to me and wanted me to fall in love with a franchise, I hope that they would recommend the most graphically beautiful version of the game. Because otherwise, I'm just not going to like it because I don't like the way it looks. But I'm vain like that, so. Yeah, no, I mean... I, I, I do understand that, and yeah, there is nostalgia and, and everything else, but when you say genre-defining, like what, what brought this into the mainstream? I think most people would say Doom, or the one that's also not on the list, which would be next, was Duke Nukem. Yeah, Duke Nukem. Yeah, which is, isn't on the list, because we're, we're moving on to Dying Light next, so we've obviously missed DU, but yeah, Duke Nukem again, a, a, you can even put the game. modern one in. Um, it's super fun. <laughs> I still have an achievement on the Xbox from that game called Turd Burglar, and it's when you pick a turd out of the toilet like within the first five minutes. I'm quite proud of that achievement. <laughs> Long as it's only yeah. in the game, then I'll accept. Uh, all right, Dying Light. Have you played this? Because I have a lot to say about this game. I fucking love this game. Yeah, I'm, I'm dying. I mean, Dying Light Two is, is just gone onto the finished shelf uh, don't, of my don't ruin it I haven't played it yet and I love this game so don't do I will play Dying Light 2 so don't play so when yeah. this list came out Dying I mean, Light quite... 2 wasn't out yet I can guarantee you that that's, that's, that's what I assumed you know but again I'm quite happy it doesn't really matter you know if you're introducing people to this hyper game that would get them interested in action then yeah it doesn't really matter yeah. if you play zombie one, parkour is or... fucking great this game's amazing <laughs> I've never seen another game like it, to be honest. I would say the closest other game, but not in the zombie genre, is Sunset Overdrive. Also great. 
Well, and then this this goes back to a, a thought I was having. I mean, does action require you to kill things? Now we talked about simplicity, not thinking, but you know, parkour is, is, is in and of itself action. And then there was there was the Mirror's Edge, which was one of the really early games out there when yeah. parkour type. How there was a bit of you know violence and everything else, but the, the the basic part of the game was trying to do all these these sort of ridiculous acrobatic sort of things that if you were like me, you would occasionally go and try in real life and then, you know, be lucky if you didn't break yeah. something. Um, yeah, no, Dying Light, the way it combines the two the two elements are are brilliant. Um, but does that mean that something like Juice X should be on here? Because it's a combination. Juice X is quite action-based. It's got a great story. Again, I would say it depends where you are on the list, but, you know, it's so difficult to define what action is. I think Dying Light is yeah. clearly action. Mirror's Light probably is Mirror's Edge, sorry, probably isn't. I would say Mirror's Edge is probably combined. closer to a skateboarding simulator or something like that. I think it's maybe more of a yeah. sport game, if that's even possible. Um, kind of like Tony Hawk. <laughs> The sports that Arnold Schwarzenegger played in The Running Man or something <laughs> like that. I mean, there's quite a fair amount going on here, if we're going to be honest. So, no, Dying Light is superb, absolutely yeah. superb. Again, like everything, when you, you have these timed challenges, can be very frustrating from time to time until you learn. The, there, there is some repetition here. We talk about bosses and not wanting to hit 17, you know. There, there was some learning with the roots. You know, you, you wouldn't get them all done. Well, you might do. I mean, you might but not everybody would get all the routes done first time or second time or even, you know, eighth time. So that could be a bit frustrating if you really wanted to, to, to nail all of those sections, but definitely deserves this list here. Hey, excellent. Um, so the next one is Far Cry 3. Yeah, and I've, I've played the Far Cry series. I think Far Cry is, apt, again, absolutely deserves its place here. Do, could I say hand on heart that I, I would say three is head and shoulders above anything else? No. I mean, I think they all had their place at the time that they came out. They were all quite leading tech when they came out. So, you know, I remember the original and it was, they've all been brilliant, brilliant games. Definitely action. Lots of things yeah. explode. Lots of people explode. There is some uh, sort of stealth to it as well. I mean, you are rewarded for that. But yeah, I... I there's not much to say about Far Cry. Yeah. If you haven't played the Far Cry series, go and play it. In my it doesn't really personal matter which opinion, one you go I would put Blood Dragon above everything else in the Far Cry franchise because Blood Dragon is the best. Like, who doesn't want neon, laser, dinosaur mounts? Come on. Like, it's literally the best ever. It's like basically a parody of video games. It's so good. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you get those that, you know, like those, and we're going to come on to Monster Hunter World later. We can talk about dragons. No, like I'm telling you, like Blood Dragon is everything about every 80s and 90s action movie that you loved, with like none of the bits that you hate. You, if you haven't played it, you have got to play it. All the little inside jokes, like everything, it's too much. It's too good. I, I, I will, I will go and play it because I haven't actually played the. Oh the, my god! The it will, it will, a hundred percent. I mean, if you don't love the intro sequence, then you know, like you weren't born in the eighties. <laughs> like, 
Um, all right. Uh, next one. God of War, the 2018 game. Um, once again, it's a PS4 exclusive, so I've never played it, but boy, does it look nice. Oh, it's 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 incredible. It it's brilliant. It is death, and it's got a good story. Like obviously, many things. It harks back to Greek and Roman mythology, and basically, you're like, well, I want to be the god of war, um, but there's already a god of war. So what are we going to do about do about that? It won't won't spoil anything to know that you end up fighting said god of war. Checks out. Um, this is the one where you have a son. You just call him boy all the time, right? Yeah. Well, later on, but yeah. Um, it's got a bit of a harrowing storyline to it, you know, as you would expect. There's Lots of protagonists have some, some sort of evil, you know, darkness in their, their story. Now, the difference in God of War that I really liked is that normal skill level was challenging. You know, it, I, I, I would consider myself quite good at these types of games, and normal was like, yeah, this is some difficult was oh my goodness difficult i mean that's <laughs> like nightmare level on difficult i mean the, the, the i never got past i went all the way to the penultimate battle when you have to fight shades of yourself and you have to kill like 200 and you have to do and like in the achievements like one of the achievements i think is a 300 hit combo and the amount of times that i got to like 280 and then would miss and you're oh like oh my god no, I would hate this. This but would no. trigger me on so many levels. <laughs> what of War may almost be good enough to be platform altering, you know, going at a PlayStation and play. It wouldn't do it by itself, but God of War is is just incredible. Probably would certainly be, and this isn't ranked and we're not ranking, but certainly top five, if not higher. I mean, it really is just superb it is got everything it's got a bit of story yeah. it's got a good storyline you don't need yeah. like Greek mythology helps but basically you're out to kill things in many many different ways and as you progress always you get you know more power yeah. and everything else and more more, more options. i would say for people who don't have a ps4 i would probably put dante's inferno in the list in sort of that place very similar sort of theme Sort of similar vibe, very action game, very Greek mythology, Roman mythology stuff, like pretty good graphics. I'm fairly certain there was a lady with like tongue nipples, if I remember correctly, it was very weird, but like um, creative art style and stuff like that. So if you don't, if you don't have access to a PlayStation and you like the sort of general milieu of uh, that world, it Dante's Inferno is very good. Um, yeah, it is. And, yeah. and like you say, Dante, if anything has the word Dante, it, it allows it to be very messed up, very macabre. Exactly. Yeah. So the so. next one is list uh, number 12 is Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. I was like, how dare you, right away when I read that. It's, it's not that good of a game. I have to be honest. In fact, even in the picture that they are using for this list, there's clipping through the character's little foot. And it's a plastic piece, so there shouldn't be any clip. Do you know what I mean? I am, like, very shocked uh, to see LEGO Star Wars. I downloaded it, and I couldn't even figure out how it bloody worked. Like, I was in, like, the cantina just loading, and I didn't I didn't understand how to get to the next part. This is not a game for me. No, I, I'm not generally a fan of LEGO games. 
personally. I mean, the one that I did enjoy was DC Supervillains, Lego DC Supervillains, because, you know, they basically went to town and went, right, we can have as much of a laugh as we want. I mean, if I want an action game, it, the fact is Lego just takes it away from me. And again, I agree, I don't think it's a particularly good game either, but it's just not something I would take off the shelf. It's just not something that yeah. would appeal to me. It's like, no, if I, I, I want my dark, I want my... You know, Victorian Renaissance Jack the Ripper esque. You know, I mean, I would say just mechanically, feel. it's not even that good. Like, it's it's not it's not user friendly. It's not it's not great. Um, but maybe they want to put something on there for the kids. I don't know. I think the next one is a much better pick. Oh. The PS4 selling Marvel Spider Man for some reason. Everyone went crazy for this game. Yeah, and I finished it, platinumed it. Um, but I wouldn't call it an action film. Really? Uh, action game. film. I would call it an action film. Wouldn't call it game. Yeah, so forgot about the films. For those who are interested in films, do not watch Doom again. Doom as a film is another absolutely appalling. I mean, Batman is good, <laughs> Spider-Man is good, Star Wars and it can't be good depending on your point of view and which one you're watching. Yeah. Doom is just terrible. So, yeah, Devil May Cry a lot. Um, I would not... Uh, this, this, this for me is a, yeah. is a platform game. So much of this game is about swinging between places, having races, doing things. Yes, of course, there are, there are fighting scenes, in there, but it, I wouldn't even say it's half the game. I mean, so much of it is story-based and story-art, right. finding bits, doing research, doing puzzles. Yeah, it, it shouldn't... It's, it's a definitely great game. just action-adventure, really though. Like, it's not... Like an, it's an open world action adventure game. It's not a straight action game because it's not on rails in any way, from what I can understand. No, I I, I don't think it should be on here. Um, I, I, I I that's not so. I don't think it's a great game. I say it really is. I I have finished it from start to finish. Um, but so much of it's climbing. You know, how quickly can you swing? To this place, to this place. Can you jump through these hoops? I mean, the hoop challenge. I can't even talk I, about I it must have some of those 50, <laughs> 50 or so games yeah. before I got them all. So. Um, all right. So the next one I'm sure you're very happy to see on the list. It's Max Payne. And the previous list that we were considering covering, you were like, absolutely not. It doesn't have this. It doesn't have this. It doesn't have this. And Max Payne was one of the things that you mentioned. Um, and it's got bullet time, yeah. which is one of the first instances where you ever have that. Yes. From my recollection, I remember, I mean, Max Payne, film-wise, just mentioning it while we're here, not too bad. It's got Mark Wahlberg in it. It's, it's not dreadful. Um, but as a game, again, it, it took it to the new level with the bullet time. It made it more difficult because obviously your bullet time was limited. But it had a great story. Um, it was, you, you really felt like you could be in touch with the character. Not so much, you know, there was no character development, it wasn't an RPG, but you could understand why you were just out killing everybody. You know, you had a good reason to it, rather than, I just don't feel particularly happy yeah. with the world today. So, Max Payne, bullet time, again, would it work? I mean, the thing is that Max Payne's not old enough to be nostalgic. I probably wouldn't go and play Max Payne again, yeah. I have to say. But when I played it at the time... Yeah, I, I, I raved about it and would, would continue to rave about it, but I wouldn't go now, back to The it. next one on this list, I'm going to say, is not an action game. It is primarily a stealth game, and that's Metal Gear Solid, as they all are primarily yeah. a stealth game. Um, yeah, there's a game. And you can't have this and then not have something like Thief. Yeah, it which, doesn't make sense. You know, what I would bizarrely put here, or, instead of that, is the Matrix game? 
it was so that. good and so unique and a very true um action game like is it like the best game that has ever ever happened maybe not but it is very very unique in comparison to the other games on this list and it's a true action game i don't think you could put it anywhere else so um and it was defining um in a lot of ways as one of the first really good uh games based on a movie um yeah. so and the next one's not an action no game it either. isn't um i would say that this is definitely more of a platform or metal slug yeah i mean and if you're going to bring in arcade games then, then you're opening up a whole yeah. new you know category of discussion as to which your your favorite is and again some of that's depending on whether you're more of a fancy person and, and like to slash things with a sword but I don't think it's much point going into this because yeah. we would be here for hours just talking about all of no, no. Metal Slug. And, I mean, and the next one, the next one I feel quite dubious about, Middle Earth Shadow of War. Now, before you give me your opinion on it, am I remembering correctly that this was like sort of a living, breathing world where the orcs like began to hate you and stuff? That's right. Yeah, you, 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 you Shadow yeah. of Mordor. Oh, no, hang on. I'm... You're thinking about yeah, oh, Shadow okay, of Mordor okay. you're thinking so of. So maybe this isn't the one. Shadow of Mordor, I would say, is definitely not a action game. That's, like, way more an RPG. Um, yeah, and I think this is as well. I mean, it, it's a sequel. Right. So, I mean, it's it It's got a lot more to it than a straightforward action game. Um, it, it's beautiful, and again, of course, Lord of the Rings has a massive following and, and it's always going to appeal to anyone who wants to be part of that uh, activity, that, that episode. So it's a beautiful game. I absolutely would recommend people play it, but, you know, I wouldn't go out and say, I want to go play an action game. Yeah, yeah. This, this is it for me. But, you know, there was plenty yeah. of action in it. You kill a lot of, like, you yeah. kill a lot, um, a lot of death. But it does have a bit too much story for me to, to be out and out. Uh, and I would say that Monster Hunter World, the next one on the sequel, has the opposite problem. Not enough story to actually make it an action game for me. I would call this like an RPG multiplayer. And that's it. I didn't. I didn't I did either. I fucking hated it. I thought it was so boring. And, like, when you're tagging the creatures and hunting them around, like, following their little footprints, this shit sucks. It's not for me. No, it's not for me either. I just, I, I got no pleasure from this game at all. I mean, even the beautiful yeah, graphics, and they were pretty, at times beautiful. Just, just didn't do it for me. Like, yeah, I can watch a film pretty well. I can watch Avatar. If I want to see pretty, I'll go and watch Avatar. I mean, you know, this this didn't do it for me. I didn't finish it, which is rare for me. I'm very, un, I'm very. Completionist, uh, yeah. I'm a completionist, but no, I, I turned this one off and never put it back in. I don't even know. I think I got more than 6%, yeah. but I wouldn't have said much, if I'm honest. Um, the next one on the list, I don't know if this is the one I would have picked out of the franchise. It's Resident Evil 2 2019, the reboot, stroke remake. Um, I don't know if this yeah. is the one that I would pick, because I don't, and I'm going to be a bit controversial here, I don't think it's as unique as the one set in the African shanty towns. That one was so unique. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and you know we might as well talk about them both because the next one's Resident yeah. Evil Four, and this is this, this is the first time in this list. I say it feels like they're getting towards the Shepard end. Of, like, Let's yeah, put Resident Evil's in. Why, why is Resident Evil's better than two 
Far Cry's, for example. You know, why why does that deserve? Because I'm going to be honest, the, this list misses the two best action games of all time. But we can talk about that yeah. just briefly at the end. But we'll we'll get through this. But the, the two probably the two best action games of all time, in my opinion, are not yeah. on this list. And I would also um, say we, that they, like the Resident Evil is a survival horror franchise. I think it is tough to say that it is uh, very strong in the action territory because you have to like the horror part or you're not going to play this game. Dead Space. Yeah, we talked horror. about Dead Space earlier on, didn't we? And, and, you know, we said, yes, it's horror. And that's more yeah. action-y, I would right. say, than Resident Evil. The, 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 it's always difficult when you're looking at reboots, isn't it? Because, like, Resident Evil, when they rebooted it, I went and got it and played it again, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. You know, it is good as a reboot. It is interesting, but there's a lot of strategy here, a lot of moving things around and jumping on things. I'm like, yeah, it's not an action. I've enjoyed it. It's not an action. What I would put here instead, now I might need your help with this because my brain is not really um, coming to terms with it, but it was like an action game where you were a guy who had, like, demon tentacles that came out of your arms. Like... And you were trying to well, like find the people who murdered your girlfriend. This is a great action game. It's very underrated. And if the if Resident Evil is sort of the thing that you like, we can let Resident Evil stay in survival horror where it belongs, and maybe put more of an actiony title, um, which was this uh, game where you had tentacles. Um, yeah, I remember like playing that game, but again, I don't remember what it was called. I, I vaguely. Uh, it, it probably darkness. is a worrying there we go about the darkness you know, i killed a lot of things with tentacles <laughs> in my time which is it's, yeah it's, the, the darkness and the darkness too i think belongs on this list more than resident evil just because it is more action than it is horror and i think a pretty interesting example of interesting mechanics i would say prototype is probably fairly similar as well maybe but that adjacent yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, Resident Evil, it's on the list. If you're a Resident Evil fan, you're going to play it again. Film, not too bad. <laughs> We're going to do a topic on the films. Yeah. We have to now because you said it. <laughs> um, all right, so then the next um, one, bo- the next two are, again, Saints Row for the same friend, the third one and the fourth one. Um, I think you're right. I think they might have been getting a little lazy towards the end. Saints Row, very fun game. Very fun game. Don't think that they had to put both of them because by that same token, there should have been tons of dooms, more Bioshocks, like more Dead Souls. Like, I think they should have kept one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. I I probably personally wouldn't include one in my top 25, but I think there are things missing from this list, you know, so... um, This would not be anywhere near up on my list of I want to go and play an action game. You know, what is genre defining or what's going to be the, the best modern game or anything else? These, these just don't make yeah. it for me. Um, I didn't have any real satisfaction from it. It's like, done it. Okay, yeah. no, I'm never going to play it again. You know, I, don't, I don't feel the need to keep in it. In this sort of GTA-style-esque arena that Saints Row lives in, I would say some equally compelling examples are Crackdown and... Uh, um what's that chinese one something dogs i know 
it's such Hang a good on. game. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. Um, blah, 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 blah. We can't look it up now. Um, Sleeping Dogs. There we go. Got it. Um, I would also say Excellent. that perhaps even Watch Dogs, like sort of, it's in that GTA-esque thing where there's lots of action, and so perhaps you could call it an action, although the open world style of Saints Row and other things like that and Crackdown makes it more of a, you know, open world pseudo-RPG game. Um, I think I think it isn't straight pure action not like the next one on this list which definitely is straight pure action although i once again don't think that it is one of the best action games of all time although it is very unique and that's super hot very unique game yeah like i think everyone should play it i think it is you know it's 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 it is brilliant in what it is but it's not a, a top 25 action yeah. game it's got a very unique concept, yeah, but it, I don't think that it's like because yeah. it, it's by definition I, I think, slow. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean it, it was, and it didn't. Yeah, you, you kind of felt like you were enjoying it, but you didn't sort of go, "I really want to carry." Yeah. You know, there wasn't that sort of urge to keep keep yourself through. Now, the see the last two on the list unquestionably yeah. should be here uh okay so the next one here is uncharted 2 do you think that's better than the first one or other examples from the franchise again i, I just it's like far Cry. i can't pick between them because i played them at slightly different times when it's like slightly different things were in you know graphics weren't quite so good or yeah. anything else so yeah you know, i played them all and yeah i don't have a favorite they, they, the franchise should be on the list, and but for the last two that we've mentioned, you know, where they've they've put more than one, if they said the Uncharted franchise and we recommend yeah, number two, yeah. you know, you're never going to complain about that. I mean, and again, be made in film, although yeah. I haven't seen it, <laughs> so I can't can't comment on whether <laughs> Spider Man acts well as they well. Um, but the the last yeah. one, Wolfenstein, yeah. again now now. This is the right Wolfenstein, notwithstanding my nostalgia and obviously Wolfenstein being one of the first uh, games out there in this genre. This game, the New Order, was yeah so good. Um, it didn't have a like me a, a joy of history and having seen Indiana Jones and all the other Nazis having a, a a link to the sort of paranormal and everything else. This game was was just brilliant. It had great bad guys. You, you you wanted to win. You wanted to stop the super soldier program. You you absolutely you know you've been drilled into it. This is what you were born yeah. to do. You know it all drive you to the gym to help you feel like you could achieve this in real life. It was just yeah. A great I game. I definitely agree. I mean obviously this isn't in any particular order, so they're not saying this is the number one game of all time or whatever. This is just the last one on the list. I think it definitely deserves a place. Now you had mentioned there are a couple games. Oh, yeah that you would include in lieu of the multiple entries from the same franchises. So what are those as your closing thoughts? Well, I think the one that I would say is number one of all time is Half-Life. I think Half-Life is unquestionably in action. I mean, there's a good storyline. It's got a deep storyline. I'm nodding, action, but I haven't but... played it. I'm nodding, but I haven't played it. Yeah, 
Yeah, so you're a you're a acting, you're a scientist, you know, and you open up a portal to yeah. hell by accident. You know, as you do, and so many people seem to open up portals to hell by accident. <laughs> it checks. It happened in Doom. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> Half-Life was just one of those games. It was just brilliant. It was it, the head and shoulders above its time in terms of, uh, of its playability, in terms of its weapon choices, in terms of the graphics, the monsters. I mean, there's. Again, there's Half-Life 2, and I'm not going to get into a debate between Half-Life and Half-Life 2. They were released at different times, but Half-Life was probably right. the best. Um, Last of Us, again, I would say Last of Us is an action. It's got, a, again, a brilliant storyline to it. You know, very sort of post-apocalyptic world is coming to an end from a super virus. Perhaps, you know, with the pandemic, people have been less inclined to consider, you know, post-apocalyptic viral-type games. But Last of Us had such a following that when you know there was such a delay between the last of us two and the desire for that that second installment and everything else and obviously um that you know that's spoiling too much that that crossed different um genres that action doesn't all have to be about big macho men you know it was quite nice it doesn't have to be about men who've got more muscles than brains um Duke Nukem <laughs> brings to mind for He's that. So good, though. <laughs> And if you're going to branch out a bit further, and not you know, like things like Red Dead Redemption, there are there are things on this list of 25 that are further from action or pure action than Red Dead Redemption. So you know that would make my sort of hybrid list. But for pure action, Half Life for anyone who hasn't played it, that's the one game. I forget, you know, okay, it's not got the greatest graphics now, but that would be the one game I would say for action. Go and play. Awesome. All right. Listen, that's, that is absolutely fair. I couldn't think of a better way to tie a bow on today's episode um, and wrap up our discussion about the top 25 uh, action games of all time. Just like last time, I want to thank you for coming on the show, Mark, and giving your opinions. We'll put all the notes from this discussion up on the website, templeofgeek.com. And if you want to chime in and give us your comments or ask questions, you can email us via retrorebel at templeofgeek.com or post in the comments. We get those too. And if you like what you hear, head over to wherever you download your podcast and subscribe so you'll be sure to get each episode as it's released and rate us because that really helps our show. But until the next time... Thank you very much, Mark, and thank you to all listeners.